It is. Can you believe it? Drum roll, please. Episode seven with Jane Considine and Heather Wright. Are you a teacher? Are you wanting a squad? Then you've come to the right place. It's the Teacher Squad podcast. <laughs> oh, exciting. Jane, how exciting. Well, this week, um, <laughs> you teachers can step into the role of lesson observers and scrutinizers because we're going to be talking about feedback on the podcast. What? We're actually having a learning walk where people have to walk around this podcasts and criticize us and write up a report i'm not having that oh man awful yeah i'm gonna be talking about aldi's melons and burning bras you know as per yeah sighting <laughs> i'm gonna uh, go on a little bit about writer identity and i'm gonna talk about the fear of the peppering full stop yes and we're gonna finish with a who done it and it's you isn't it it's, it's you's done it has it thinks so it? so let's <laughs> <laughs> let's move on from that one let's get started the show gets better guys i promise <laughs> yeah let's go disco Jane. I'm not doing that again. What? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this has been the longest podcast ever. What listeners don't know is we started or supposedly started recording about, I got a seven hours ago and started to discuss, discuss, pick apart. It was, we did a bit of a book scrutiny on the podcast. We were very critical. That was rubbish. (laughs) It's like honesty hour. I'm not having, I'm not doing that again. Anyway, I like our free listeners, Heather, and I'm just going to keep... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I I'm love a... our listeners. I love that we know some of them personally by name, but really, yes, yes. we like doing this podcast, <laughs> I think, and we'd like to carry on. And what we really need for yes. that to carry on is more <gasps> listeners. Oh, Luna's joining in. She's got something d- to bark about. We need, she's telling you, Luna says, we need more people to to listen. And you can help us with that by reviewing and bring telling a friend. your teacher friends. Yeah. Always bring a friend, that's the, the yeah. best. Bring a bottle's the best one, but bring a friend's the best one. And um, we also would like to know, you know, you can do a book scrutiny, a lesson observation on our podcast, uh, which bits yeah. need kicking out, which bits need yeah. tarting up. Um, you know, yeah. Which bit I mean, down. I'm coming as listen. I'm coming as tarty as I can. Do you know what I mean? I'll just undo <laughs> another button here. I, mean, I don't know what more tying up we need. Oh, like, hold on, PG for for twat face sake. Oh, flanging <laughs> hell. Oh, Luna's <laughs> getting excited down here. <laughs> I hope the listeners yeah. are. Yeah, but it's all know, right. Like, yeah. If you love Wonder of Words and then we say, oh, maybe we should get rid of that, please, you need to tell us. You know, we shout out and we ask you to get in touch with us, but really this time you absolutely have got to get in touch with us. Tell us which bits you love, tell us which bits you hate. We'll go and cry in the staff room next to the uh, empty box of Pritt sticks, 
but we will be okay. We will take it, won't we, Jane? And we're good friends. Yeah, we will we're take it. Work wife to each we other. Do we, this. Can, we can get each other through the uh, feedback. Like, the feedback. The thing is, if if you need me to do educational news updates, you know, if you need me to analyse what Gillian Keegan is doing, because I can do that fairly slickly in about two minutes, because I tell you what, she is an absolute tosspot. I can say that. She like she wants 71%. No, she doesn't. She wants all schools to ban mobiles. And 71% of schools have banned mobiles. And the others who haven't banned them have strategically decided to use them for learning. I mean, that woman, oh, what? I mean, she has got we, some... We could have a little spot where we just talk flange, about... She? Talk about her latest tweets and what she's parping on, saying this is what we've done and this is what we've done. And we could just shift the uh, the scale and show the actual reality. Jane, do you know the way yeah. I get the um, my subscription for my toilet roll? This seems a bit random, but there is a yeah. point. It's called Who Gives a yeah. Crap? If you follow them yeah. on social media, they quite often have yeah. new, just general world news and they say, let yeah. me uncrap that headline. Maybe that's what we need to yes. do um, with some of the Tory tweets. Let me uncrap that for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean... They're not talking about the retention crisis. They're not talking about workload. Then they're sort of skirting around the issue of Ofsted and kicking it down the the lane, as it were. But um, really, oh, I mean, it's just a non-agenda, isn't it? The mobile phones. We've sorted that. Like, can we deal with some real stuff? Anyway, um, yeah, I, I can get, I can get so. Um, what's that word? Tarty. <laughs> I bet you can. Uh, before we go into a downward spiral of uh, of misery, um, we really yes. should do some, some gratitude. Can I tell you what I'm grateful for, yes. Jane? Oh, please, I am please. incredibly grateful for teacher teacher kindness. Teacher kindness. Oh. So last week it was Random Acts of Kindness Day, and I thought I'm going to give away some of our Reading Rocks teacher book subscription boxes to some amazing colleagues and said tell me about some wonderful teachers and boy did the teaching community come good oh my goodness it actually made me cry because there were just some oh there's so many I can't I can't read them all out but things like I would like to nominate Andrea who always looks out for the staff and children's well-being a shoulder to cry on a wicked sense of humour, a knack of creating rapport with the hard-to-reach children. She also loves promoting books and a love of reading. Oh, just just Aww. beautiful. And just lots of people saying I'm tagging these fantastic teachers. Um, I'd like to recommend my fabulous colleague, Mrs Russell, who never fails to put a smile on people's faces. She is truly inspirational to the children in our school, especially in terms of her dancing talents. She's a great support to me too and would truly deserve this. I'd like to nominate Hannah, who's in her first year of teaching, is utterly dedicated to promoting reading for pleasure with her kids and helping every child find a book they love. And there were just reams and reams of these and it just uh, it just reassured me that in such a difficult time of teaching and cost of living crisis that there are 
absolute plethora of teaching stars and teaching assistants, librarians out there doing an incredible job and also just supporting each other. Uh, absolutely loved it. Really, really warmed my heart, Jane. That is gorgeous. And actually, you know, we know teaching is, well, you know, people often ask me, what is teaching? You know, it's 80 uh, percent relationships isn't it you know and 20 percent you know whatever tipple you like you know depends how high you want to go but to get you through it but um it's it's all about the connection and really what I am so grateful for is when you leave a school that you go into a supermarket and you you you've still got your teacher brain and what I mean by that is you still want to connect and still want to <laughs> make it work and make a family and I can't do this with my kids but I love bringing my teacher brain to the supermarket where you just are going to throw out a social cue and you're like can I make friends in this Aldi aisle you bet <laughs> I can I love that I love the chit chat with randoms I you know I have I'll tell you something about stranger danger shall I when I grew up, that was so dark and looming and it was etched on my brain, you know, scary stuff. And a core memory of mine was walking to school when I was about equivalent of year five. So like however old you are, nine, ten years old. I had to walk to school and I got chatting to this elderly woman. And do you know what? I told that elderly woman my name, my age, my date of birth, the size of my shoes, where I lived, Brass what eyes. school I went to. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I wanted to see her puppies. And, <laughs> as, and when I got to school, right, I got the dressing down of my life because I was witnessed by a teacher, not in my year, but another teacher to form entry who went absolutely, uh, let me have a look, bumhole ballistic at me uh, because, you know, I'm looking at my PG, Lisa, uh, basically because like Stranger Danger. And now, now I'm not scared of strangers. I, I think if I, I am what I call like a stranger exchanger, I just love that freedom. Can't do it with my kids because it's too embarrassing. But that moment when you try and reach out with a social cue and people are like, they're a weirdo, they're a weirdo. And that's me. And I'm like, no, keep listening. I want to make this work. And I'll just tell you very quickly this moment in Aldi, <laughs> right? <laughs> just really quickly. I'm at the till and uh, Aldi checkout woman who they are so speedy and pressure. Like you're not going to get any chat with them because they've got, they're a one woman mission just to get it down, all of that. But she has her colleague over her shoulder and they're having a conversation. No eye contact, yeah, just <laughs> but she's just scanning, but she's chatting because she's on the self-checkout, blah, blah, blah. And the woman on the till goes, how's the shop floor? Like that, how's the shop floor? And in a nanosecond, I get in there. I went, it's looking good, babe. Because she's making eye contact <laughs> with me. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, hold on a minute. Hold on. We're doing speed bleeping. You've just interrupted <laughs> this. What? Wait, what? <laughs> 
I'm like, it's looking good, babe. Like, she do, like you have to say that again, are you a weirdo? I'm like, I might be. What are you going to do about <laughs> it? And then her mate is like, we can do this. And then she checks the bags of the bloke behind me going, as he nicked anything, can you put your bags on the counter, on the checkout, on the elevator, whatever it's called. And he puts them on. <laughs> And then he's like, gets a bit gnarly. Like, what do you think of shoplifting? <laughs> and then I involve him in the, calm down, mate. The shop floor's looking good. Don't get moody. And we all have all of that. It was great. I love that. Are you, are you, um, um, are you banned from that Aldi yet? <laughs> <laughs> or have they given you a badge? Jane, happy to help or scare off other customers. Stranger danger, all of that. Yeah, I just love that. And, I, and really, that is teacher brain, isn't it? Let's, like, it's playtime. You're on play duty. You know, like, let's let's make something out of this. Let's have a good time here. When Can't you said that. you were taking it's... your teacher brain to the supermarket, Jane, I was thinking, is she putting, like, 20 watermelons on the counter and saying, what if I took 10 of these off? <laughs> <laughs> You chair the supermarket, aka Snaps character. We should, I, don't, I don't know what's happened here. When we have a random seven-hour meeting beforehand, we, we've gone off the wall yeah. a bit. Are you grateful for anything, yeah. Jane? Or, or were you just grateful for your conversation in Aldi? Yeah, it's that. It's that. Actually, if um, you know, it is about we can get burnt out when we've we've been in a school all day, but if you just keep going and go, right, my job here is to bring this family together in Aldi through my words <laughs> and teaching points, then it's going to be okay. I mean, I don't know about your marriage, but that bit's good anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, yeah. We could go on with that conversation. Oh, I've got no. A dog. I've, oh, no. I've got a dog who wants to join the podcast. I don't know why I've left. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not letting that, that dog can FO if it's going to keep barking is all I'm saying. Well, right, no. on the video, she's here, look. <laughs> Heather always does this. I try and get moody about like a bit of bound, dog boundary and you're just like trying to schmooze it on the screen. It's like not impressed. Here, Luna. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, sod off, Luna. Right. You keep barking. That's enough yeah. attention. Right. Should we do some sentences? Should we actually try and yes. do a decent podcast? Yes. Be a good girl. Come on. Right. Good. Who's going first? Not you like go first. Can, can, I, I know. I'm going to breathe. <laughs> I've got that thing right. My mum, right, I'm going to say it's my mum. My auntie isn't very well, but she always says to me, oh, Barbara had that neck thing. And I'm like, what is that neck thing? And then she sort of, my mama started hinting like, a bit like what you have, Jane. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Like, this is the first time my, my mum's got to that age where she's starting to, like, I think she's going a bit, you know, God love her. She's starting to say what's on her mind. The, the filters started to go. Yeah. And I, she means like that really like the stress shows in your neck. And okay. she's right. I'm starting to do the Auntie Barbara neck thing. Right, well, you minute, just have a minute. Yeah. You just have a minute. Yeah, because that's you. when you said to me, like, I look like I'm ready. It's because you could see it in my neck, couldn't you? <laughs> I could see some tension. I could see a bit of tension there. In babe. your neck. <laughs> <laughs> you just look like oh, you're ready God. to pounce. 
Oh, the dog's left. All right. oh, there we go. Right. Yeah, Let me good. tell you, my sentence <laughs> is... Do it. We need to talk about writing for pleasure. So you're going to be ready Ooh. to pounce on this one, aren't you? I think we yeah, do a lot of talking about reading for pleasure. But for a change, I want to talk about writing for pleasure. And... Yep. Um, uh, I'll share something that's popped up that's kind of um, sparked this, but it made me reflect on me as a writer. I think we talked about, I've definitely talked about, whinged on about reader identity <laughs> and teachers yeah. kind of figuring out who they are as a reader so that they can talk yeah. to their class about that and have that open kind of conversation. and. I I love technology and I do a bit of on the go writing on on my phone and you know write things on the, on the computer but running my day-to-day business life I I handwrite stuff and when I'm getting creative that I like yeah. to scroll and it is a bit of a scroll yeah. it's it's a bit messy yeah. it can be doodly it can be connected and you know it looks like brain vomit um, but I do, yeah. I do like to do that, and I like the flow that that creates. And then I was thinking of what else do I need as a writer? Because I think I, I mentioned this in, in another podcast. Um, it, it's the same as the reader identity when somebody says, "Are you a writer?" And you're like, "Well, I've written a novel, you know, uh, yeah. so I'm not a writer." But we all write day to day, don't we? For for whatever purposes. You know, whether it's yeah. to write uh, a complaint letter to Aldi to say, can you please stop letting that woman in? <laughs> um, <laughs> For goodness um, sake. Or, yeah. or, or, or write it to our local MP to say, can you please fund schools better? But we, we write yes. for different purposes, don't we? And I was thinking, where, what, what helps me as a writer? Now, I am, I am a big procrastinator. Um, Mm. And I and I, th- I think that's okay. It's okay to to admit to that. I was working with an author uh, last week um, on on some uh, author event stuff, and he actually said, "Oh, I'm a massive procrastinator," which gave me heart that a published author was that as well. But it, yeah. I kind of thought the the procrastination part is actually really important because it's the thinking part, it's the bouncing and the and the creativity bit to actually. Yes get those ideas um, making sense, rounded on a page, you know, I need a real purpose. Um, yes. I need I need a deadline. I'm not one of those yes. people who just goes, oh, I've got a story and I'm just going to write it down and it will just come. It won't. Yeah. You need to give no. me a, dead, a real deadline. Don't say, oh, a few days is all right. Actually say to me, yeah. uh, 12 p.m., you know, or whatever on the date. And I need some spark of inspiration. Did you just say out loud there, Heather, you can't just come? I just want to rewind there a bit. There's a little, just going to slice that out for marketing. Yeah. No, I I get you. Make make a TikTok. Hey, I've added myself to, I'm I'm big on TikTok now, Jane. Come and find me on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll come to TikTok. Anyway. I'm jealous about that, actually. (laughs) <laughs> I won't. 
I want to get over there because I reckon I've got some moves like Jag for TikTok. Oh, I reckon not, I can get oh, right over there. I, I was saying to my daughter that, you know, reading rocks on, on TikTok and sharing some stuff. And she was like, do you want me to teach you some dances? And I thought, no, for both of our stakes, yeah. sweetheart, that really, that really shouldn't. Um, oh, but yeah if you're on tiktok give us a follow and, and shout out but i digress right what's your pleasure. handle what's your hand you can't just say follow you like what's oh, your sorry, handle it's at, babe it's the same yeah. as um instagram and x it's at underscore reading underscore rocks underscore i don't know why i've got so many underscores there are three I'll one, tell at the you beginning, what. one in the middle one at the end <laughs> it's a bit like a story let's get back to write for pleasure. <laughs> Do it. God. So, yeah. You, you, that you're vibing off my neck. <laughs> the, the, the identity. Oh, my goodness. That was attractive. That writer <laughs> identity. And I was thinking about those things and what I require. And, you know, it's good for us as teachers to then try and get to know what our kids require because there will be there will be different teachers within the school will be yeah. different um and uh, what sparked my thoughts on this was uh, the Shropshire Book Fest shared some research uh, this week about their readers to writers uh, project mm. um, nice um where they engage I think it's about 30 40 schools across Shropshire and they yeah. have this project where um they have an author go in and visit, but then the children are given space to create their own book, and they publish this book at the end. Um, and some of the some of the findings, uh, pupils and teachers valued time given to write creatively rather than as a mechanism for improving technical proficiency. However, it yes. should be noted that as a consequence of the project, technical proficiency improved in many cases. Um, yep, and. Some of the key phrases coming out of it were talking about freedom to exercise authorial, authorial. I don't know how you say that. Author yeah, choice. You've done it. Good girl. You've done it, babe. Authorial choice. Um, and then talking about greater confidence, enjoyment and engagement. And I think when I've talked about reader stuff before, I've talked about teachers being brave enough to give the space to give kids the chance to talk about what they want to talk when we're talking about book leather so just i wanted to kind of touch upon um uh, the icky bit of this really because i think it really frightens teachers to say yeah just write what you want yeah just do some writing and to give kids the space for that a bit a big kind of worry in that is um Kids just doing loads of like run on sentences or random, you know, pepper spraying full yeah. stops everywhere. And that becoming yeah. a, a bad habit that teachers have to unpick in inverted commas. Um, yeah. But I think we have to work through those issues because I think there is a research coming through that says actually, when we give the kids choice and agency, then actually what we're looking for, we're not teaching them to pass a test. If you are teaching them to pass a test, go and listen to another podcast. We can, yeah. <laughs> you know, what yeah, yeah. we are about is the, the whole child growing into a yeah. great citizen 
And yeah, yeah, absolutely. If, if we give them the choice to think about what they want to think about, write about what they want to write about, once we've also, you know, we're not throwing baby out of the bathwater, we've got to teach them the bricks, but then let them build. We give them the tools, but are we giving them the space to then play with that to find the the motivation, the enjoyment and the engagement and, and just letting them figure out, you know, what it is that makes them tick as a reader or as a writer. You've got four kids, Jane. I've got one. Yes. And she's, uh, what does she call herself at the moment? She's a tween. So she's she's turning 12 soon. And yeah. that she's at that stage. And I remember being in it myself, you know, when you kind of, you try in sarcasm or jokes out and you, or, you know, I'll just try this, yeah. this character on for a little bit and see if that suits me. And you're just figuring yeah. it out, aren't you? And kind of, um, am I that person? Am I that person? And I think as, as, as writers, kids need to do that as well. Am I the person who, you know, can think about it for a long time or I'm the person who just vomits it on the page and then goes back and edits? You know, when you yeah, listen yeah. to lots of authors do talks to, to children, which I'm really fortunate to do, yeah. you, hear, you hear a whole variety of ways that, yeah. that, that writers um, work and for children to see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, writing for pleasure, get it on your radar. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and and just interlink with that, you know, as part of your sort of working life, you know, you are the queen of school reading culture and you really uh, enable, um, you know, it's between, you know, you allow and set up and forge really good links between schools and authors. And you, you can become that facilitator and bridge. Um, and so that's those services uh, you give to schools, which is unlock for children very deep insight about the process. And, and we know, don't we, about writing uh, children who enjoy the process of writing. You know, these children are going to more likely be our greater depth writers. And this is why it's so crucial that we work on writing being beautifully um, interesting for children, that we're really excited by uh, where they are, when, especially when they're on the edge of their thinking. And it is very uh, you know, we've got to motivate them. We've got to uh, make it a positive experience for them. And, um, and and crucially, this is why, you know, like in the Right Stuff approach, we have lots of experiences that are really deep so that yeah. it connects with kids' motivation. Like children need knowledge. Uh, context is so critical. So let's live live an experience together because this is going to be so fruitful into writing. It, it's not It's not going to be like, oh, what do you think? Well, actually, for fairness, for parity, let's live something together. And, you know, we've got to build that p- pleasure culture so that children can say, actually, I live something, I understood it. It's been a, a, a richness of ideas for me. You know, and you're, you're, you know, we, it can't be, you know, too much of uh, the writing process. It just feels really tragic and horrible for kids. And it, it's not very, very nice. And we've got to kind of flip the narrative. 
and they've, we've got to deeply enjoy the process. And like, how can we do that? Well, we've got to give our people, premium pupils, just as much chance of the children who come in with them, uh, tons of cultural capital. We've got to close that gap. And for fairness, let's lift something together and, and deeply understand it as kind of a pathway into breathe through the writing process. And also not you know. kind of diminish the experiences mm. that people's we all have experiences, you know, yes. even those children that experience the harshest of poverty, you know, and there's a yeah. there are lots of families yeah. experiencing that at the moment. But actually we all experience things and I think showing children that yeah. we all have something to talk about whatever yes. the genre whether the, whether it's yeah. humor whether it's trying yeah. to persuade somebody about something or inform you know each child yeah. has something and we don't need to be afraid of that I think sometimes we can be afraid that if we if we let pupils who have got tricky backgrounds open open up in writing that they're going to splurge out you know the deepest darkest they might not necessarily yeah. be doing that you know you read last week talking about peeling a clementine you know they they yeah. will have lived experiences yeah, that yeah. they can share and if we show them that those things are valuable it's not just writing about the lofty um, yeah yeah you know thinking about that I was just somebody had shared something on uh, social media about the royal family you know yeah. and and when you think about that program just in a living room with a family and not much happening and it's absolutely yeah. incredible actually some of the the smallest interactions are the most interesting aren't they and you know yeah. when we let kids know that there's you know, there's joy to be written about from all of our experiences and depth. Yeah. Uh, we begin to start valuing their, I'm going to say it again so I can get it right, authorial choice. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And, a, and, and, and a lot of glitter came down then, Heather. That was gorgeous. Oh. Um, talking about shows where nothing much happens, have, have you ever seen Mum? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's... That's good. That's good. It's uh, basically a mum, uh, mainly in a kitchen. Yeah, it's uh, love that. Uh, I mean, it's probably, I'm not very good at time. It's probably about five years old, but I, it just is one of those kind of very small, gentle, nothing much happening, but everything happening sort of everything programs. Happens. I like uh, that. Yeah. Quality writing um, for those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Jane. What have um, you been thinking about? Can you sum it well, up? Well, I'll tell you what I've been. I will. I'll tell you what I've been thinking about. You know, you're writing to your MP to moan about Gillian Keegan. I'm writing to my MP about blinking potholes. You know, as a family, we're on our fifth, um, you know, having to be rescued because of flat tyres and not having oh. a spare or the spare isn't working. And it's just potholes are just ridiculous. And on, an, on another note of cars, I now think I've developed the one of the new words that have gone into the Oxford English Dictionary. Go on. Range, range, anxiety. And it is basically apprehension or fear that your electric battery is going to run out before you can get to a charger. <laughs> it is. Oh, Jane, you are it. so middle class. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, whatever. Uh, you, you, your story earlier about Aldi, are you sure it was Aldi and not Waitrose Sainsbury's? <laughs> well, I actually, I, I did go to Waitrose over Christmas and I vowed I'd never, ever, ever go again. We know it's really expensive and ridiculous, but honestly, this year, it was just stupid, you know. It was literally the prices were stupid. Nobody was in there, and um, you know Heston Blumenthal's can stall. You know what? Yeah, I mean that is they're they're doing a really fine line of greed deflation there. It's just crazy, you know. Just screwed our chances. Screwed yeah. the chances of us getting sponsored by uh, Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was looking at the emails today, you know, all the people trying to sponsor this podcast. It's so exciting. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Carry on, Jay. Yeah. Carry on. Actually, I'll t- tell you how I'm feeling today. Um, and this got in the dictionary this week. Uh, thanks to our teenagers. I mean, thanks a lot. I mean, they are really teenagers. Uh, I mean, that's the teenage job, isn't it? To give us about 20 words for the Oxford English Dictionary, but mid, you know, you know, feeling a bit mid. Yeah. Yeah. bit in the middle. Is that the new meh? Yeah. That's the new mid. I'm I'm still about five years ago. I'm catching up. (laughs) You know how fashionable I can be, Jane. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, you've, I you've, shall pop mid onto TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come and see some mid dancing on TikTok. Yeah, it'll be mid, mid coming at you. <laughs> at least you'll be doing it in the most fashionable trainers ever. <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. Um, actually, why don't I do TikToks in Aldi with my new gang that I've just met doing maths puzzles? Yes. That's I what I'm going to do. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just looking at my tits a lot, aren't you? That's why you keep saying watermelons. I oh, know it's so Freudian. I know you fancy me. It's just oh, whatever. <laughs> right. I'll tell you what I want to talk about, and it's the same thing that you want to talk about, but it's subtly and nuancedly different. I am also talking about space to let things breathe space and what I, like if you are driving to school and you have listened to nothing else you must listen to this <laughs> right this this is so simple it's beautiful and it is just space but think about a kid's book right and think about You've you've found the bravery to write something down and, you you know, and then the teacher goes like, well, you've got to edit it now. Like kids hate editing, like they hate it. Like it's been so hard for them. You know, it's in fact, saying to edit it is, it's like saying, well, that's not good enough. You know, even though it's been... Writing is so tangled up with self-esteem and just that word editing really means, well, that's not good enough. It's very soul-destroying for them, like sort it out. It's really hard to hear edit it as a kid, but 
We do. It's not a one-hit wonder writing. It is a process. And what we're trying to do is get kids from a sloppy copy to a Bobby Dazzler. And (laughs) there's a lot of giving up before the Bobby Dazzler gets revealed. So this is going to make a really big difference, which is your double page spread book, open it up and write on the right side. The right side is going to be the writing side. And just write and do the best you can. And I'm so proud of you. And this is good. Come on. And then when we do have to edit, we are leaving the left side blank. We're not going one line, miss a line, because who can remember that? Can't remember that. That's like you're never, you're a kid. Like you're not going to remember, just write on the lines. That's hard enough. But if we leave the left side blank as a beautiful bit of breathing space, and then we go, right, we're going to try and get to a Bobby Dazzler, that left hand side being blank is saying, I give high value to the process and I want you to feel positive about it and I'm giving you loads of space and it's not squashed in and on that whole page we can really sort of take a slow meander nothing has to be too scary and we've got all this space where we can Maybe have a look at spelling, punctuation, missed out words, alternative words, additional words, rewrites of sentences, adding more, deepening, adding more to sentences. And it's not squashed. That just not squashed, showing that I value the process is going to make such a difference. And it's all in one place. And um, I don't have to have like sticky flaps that might flack off. It's just there. You just said sticky flaps. You just, you said earlier, you said earlier, you can't come or something like that. I don't know. I said I I can just come. Come on demand, babe. (laughs) Uh, Especially when you talk about writing, Jade. Oh. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I think the implicit messaging is quite often something that we underrate in teaching. But when when we are. Like you said, saying there is space for this, this is a value, this is just as important. That messaging is is really strong, isn't it? But I, I think we've got an issue. We've got an issue in primary. Definitely. I think it's very different in secondary. And we've got a big issue about how our books look. Um, yes. And in certain schools, it can be really quite to the detriment of the actual teaching. And we're making these books look a certain way. But what's yeah. it actually for? Who is it actually for? And we've yeah. lost, we've, we've thought too much about product and not, uh, not about process. Um, yeah. And, 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 yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And, um, you know, let's let's interact with the writing. 
Let's keep motivated about it. Let's um, sort of chip at that process and, and me giving you space to do that. And, and we can talk about how we, how we work on it to, to get there. So, so it sort of shines bright like a diamond, can't sing. Oh, dear, she's singing. Singing. <laughs> Is it time for a tea break, Jade? Oh yeah, can I? Can I have a whiz break? A whiz. Yeah, you, you have, have tea. You can have a whiz break. Um, don't don't yeah. you take a break while you're driving, uh, if that's where you're listening, or you're in the shower. I don't know where you have us with you, because uh, we're just going to share a little something uh, whilst we have a little moment to, to a bit of space to get our yeah. thoughts together. Is that all right, Jane? Yeah, do it. This is Emma Richings, who is English lead from Bod Riggy Academy in Hale. And she's just going to tell you a little bit about what it's like to get the Reading Rocks school book subscription. So we signed up for uh, Reading Rocks last year. And first of all, our PTA paid for it. And it's been a brilliant thing for our school. Uh, the subscription enables us to have new books all the time. Some of them are signed by authors. I give them to my reading champions. Uh, we have a meeting and it's very exciting. It's like Christmas time and they open the parcels and find the new books inside. And to see their faces as they read the new books and they get um, extra things and bookmarks all inside. And what they do then is they go and deliver them to the classes and they recommend books to their friends. The subscription means that our bookshelves are kept up to date with all the latest authors. There might be new books that we've not heard about. There might be authors that we haven't come across before. It's a very reasonable price and it means that, like I say, everything's up to date and we've got lots of books and lots of new books. Have you uh, relieved yourself, Jane? Yes, yes. Thank you for asking. <laughs> That's the first time ever like we need to do that we need to have them like teachers talking to us because I always need it's the four children little weak bladder syndrome that was I feel so rejuvenated it's good I love it oh do you know what I meant to say earlier um I've, I've got a product called the writing laundry that is really helpful to uh once you've got that that page of space the writing laundry helps children clean up their writing and just like it's almost like a, a checker like if you're in year three ah oh, we're hoping you can spell people we hope you can because like that's a word we have to be really good at when we were much the younger one, so like beautiful you're in year two you've got to spell beautiful what okay i'll sort it it's a hard one though beautiful i like beautiful mm. b-e-a-u-tiful that's how you spell beautiful <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to ask you something else then. How do you remember oh. how to spell library? How do you remember that? Oh. There's a bra I... in the library. What? There's a bra in yeah. the library. Let's go and bend our bras yeah. in the library. <laughs> yeah, let's, yes. let's teach that to children. <laughs> <laughs> that Thanks is our women. new... Yes, that is going to be our new little tagline slogan. I love that. Yes, we're going to go and burn our bras in the library. And then we're going to pick up our boobs and roll them up <laughs> off the floor because that's where they'll be with no wire. 
<laughs> yeah. So Listen, in. I mean, I'm sure we've said this what? before, but if you are a young teacher and your boobs yes. still point in the right direction, please appreciate that moment and love it before they yes. tangle Yes. <laughs> Is that is that a suitable um, setup yeah. for our wonder words? We're both clutching gorgeous <laughs> novels here, and um, yeah, do you want that to go is first? an amazing? Woo me with I your do words, want to go first. Jane. So uh, we've interviewed this gorgeous author ah. called Jenny Pearson, the boy who made monsters, and she was just an absolute joy. Um, and I know uh, you'd like to sometimes back catalogue and push forward author interviews and please um if you've not seen the jenny pearson one um or uh read any of jenny pearson's books you should they're amazing um and i just love this moment and yes you have lined this link up beautifully for me because i'm going to talk about it's a bit of the same sort of thing you know we were talking about tits and now we're talking about monsters and maybe they are of the same (laughs) sort of thing but I, I this book is so clever with the writing techniques and I just want you to listen to the control here with uh, the repetition for effect um, and just how uh, clever she kind of encapsulates such big world ideas. It's so stunning. What you need to know about monsters. There are a lot of different types of monster. Some live at the bottom of locks and some are found far out at sea and some swim about in the depths of your mind if you let them. And these can be the scariest monsters of all. Some monsters could be considered bad but some monsters turn out to be the exact opposite. And some monsters can bring out the best in people. And some monsters can challenge you to face your fears and make you see the truth. It's just stunning, isn't it? So stunning, so sharp. Repetition for effect. It's just... just just to the truth of life itself, Heather. She has a really uh, great writing voice. Absolutely love her work. Two things I want to tell you about, Jenny Pearson. That book won um, the Reading Rocks Books Awards 23. um, Yes. uh, uh, That we asked our Reading Rocks Teacher Box subscribers to vote for, and that won the Upper Key Stage 2 category and secondly i'm probably going to get told off for this but jenny pearson because it's not been announced yet jenny pearson yes. is coming to cornwall for the saint Austell festival of children's literature and i know i'm going to get told off because simon who is the chair of that charity <laughs> listens to this podcast and he's laughing now oh, going, it. it's it. not it's not yet her day to be announced but she is coming so if you're down in cornwall at the end of june um She's going to be coming down to do some sharing. So now, now my books. mum knows that, and the other two listeners. That's you know, it's it's, <laughs> it's out. It's out. <laughs> yeah, but we we need this exponential effect. So all we just need your mum yes. and 
my one friend to tell somebody yes. else and then they <laughs> each need to tell somebody there's a maths lesson you know exactly. we're not math experts but there we go that's that's what we need <laughs> so what is your wonder of words heather can you uh take us somewhere different perhaps yeah well i'm gonna take you back in time and this uh author i have mentioned before and read a little bit from a short story uh that she wrote um but I was chatting to her today because next week she is doing one of our school virtual author events. Uh, it's it's going to be really, really brilliant. So if you want to join, go and have a look on we'readingrocks.com. And because there's, you know, so many of you listening, uh, if you email me and ask me for a free ticket to the event, I shall grant <gasps> your wish. That's £60 worth that, Jane, unless you're a virtual subscriber. But, you know, and that's as many classes as you like. It'll be, it's an upper key stage too. So I'm going to be sharing from JT Williams' book, uh, The Lizzie and Belle Mysteries. This one's Portraits and Poison. And talking to JT Williams is just so inspiring because she was a primary school teacher, but she had an incredible interest in history. And just that's where this story of writing came from. And she writes about people that actually were real people in the past. Um, But these are people of colour and it just brings them to the forefront and shares their stories. So Lizzie and Belle were actually real uh, girls, but she's brought them together in this friendship. And, And just a little bit from the prologue. Um, where she explains how she's come to be uh, uh, living in this big grand house and where she meets her friend Lizzie. Now, however, a new fire burns in my belly and emboldens my blood. I feel as though I could take on the world. What made that difference, I hear you ask? How did you come by this newfound courage? The answer fills me with joy. I lived so long without it, I thought it would never come. The greatest gift a girl could ask for, true friendship. Readers, may I introduce Lizzie Sancho, the girl standing next to me, the one in the breeches surrounded by her extraordinary family, my bright and brilliant friend. She's an inspiration to me, curious and courageous, determined and daring. Her parents, Anne and Ignatius, run Sancho's tea shop in Westminster. You may know it. It's a cafe, literary salon, where people gather to catch up with the latest news over a cup of tea or hot chocolate. Sancho's is also one of the key meeting places for the Sons and Daughters of Africa, an organisation of radical rebels committed to the total emancipation of African people. Freedom fighters extraordinaire. Lizzie lives at the shop with her mother and father, baby brother Billy and three sisters Kitty, Mary and Francis. The Sanchos are the kind of family that would gladly share their last loaf of bread with you. Francis, the eldest of the Sanchonettas, is now officially stepping out with Joshua, our family coachman. Joshua, with uncle's help, is now learning the law to support the fight for freedom. Lizzie and I are secretly banking on Francis and Joshua being married before the year is out. Meeting Lizzie has transformed my life. She and I are officially committed to the work of detection, joined by a sense of justice, a 
According to Dr. Johnson's dictionary, the definition, the word detect is to discover or to find out any crime or artifice. This is the story of our next case. Here I have set down the events as I remember them. Read closely. Observe objectively. Leave no detail unexamined. Perhaps as my story unfolds, you will resolve for yourselves the who, the how, and the why. The case of the purloined portrait. Mmm, who done it? Love that. So yeah, and good. It, and I learned a new word, purloined. Do you know what it purloined oh. means? Yeah, I do know what purloined means. You're it means cleverer like... than I is. <laughs> tell you what you won't know I, won't, I bet you don't know this is interesting um do you know this word grand family um it's a word that means a child is being brought up by their grandparents and that is now the new official word for how they should be described that's cute i isn't love it? that that's so nice yeah i love words i love words well jen it's been yeah. a bit of an interesting podcast Yes. Please come with that high energy again, babe. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we're going to be inundated with feedback. Yes. We're ready. Think of it as a book scrutiny or a lesson observation. We are ready for your feedback. Uh, there's no need to tart yes. it up in one of those crap sandwiches. You know, we just, no. just, just throw it at us. Tell us what yes. you're what do you want to keep? Do you want to keep the guests? Throw the guests. Do you want to keep the wonder words? Throw the wonder words. We want to know, don't we, Jane? We are ready. Yeah, we do. We're so ready. Uh, and tell us the email again, Heather, how they can get hold of us. You better email me. It's Heather at the Teacher Squad Podcast.com. But feel free to give Jane equal feedback at Jane, the yeah. Teacher Squad Podcast.com. Dot com. Don't I think that, might, that might be where it's been going wrong. People have been sending them to .co.uk. <laughs> Just redirect yeah. them for us. And, um, yes. Yeah, and don't forget, if you want your class to join us on the 26th of February at this yes. wonderful, it's going to be really inspiring and interactive, and pupils are going to absolutely love it, and teachers as well, um, send me a message, and I will send you a free code. I'm feeling oh. those random acts of kindness. Yeah, very Cluedo-ish. Well, I've had a great time, Heather, as per. Uh, so it is uh, big love from me, Heather, how are we doing it? Yeah. and heart yeah. burst from <laughs> Jane. Uh, see you next week. See you next week, everyone.